Next on BYU Sports Nation, the post-Gonzaga upset world. What does Saturday shocker mean for BYU's Vegas vacation and beyond? Blaine Fowler weighs in on that, plus between the lines, West Coast Conference Tournament Edition. And awards for some of our basketball friends at the professional and collegiate levels. Does Jimmer have any room left for more hardware? Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play from Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Tuesday, February 28th. It's March tomorrow. Wow, how about that? I'm very excited about that. And we're going to Vegas tomorrow. It's a good day to go to Vegas. I need to pack tonight, probably. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I was thinking about that this morning. Like, <laughs> holy cow. My least favorite part of the trip, packing and unpacking, right? It just, it's just... Yeah, unpacking's worse. Packing's nice because you're going somewhere. There's anticipation. It's kind of exciting. Unpacking's like, oh, it's over. <laughs> now what? Sometimes I just don't unpack the bag and it just... Live out I, of the suitcase I, for a little while. Yeah, yeah like on your two-year mission trip. <laughs> I heard a story of a lady in England that would psych herself up to go somewhere on a trip. Okay. She would mentally convince herself that she would go. She would pack her clothes. She would even reserve, you know, accommodations. And then she wouldn't go. What in the world? Because she felt like the lead-up was more exciting than the event. (laughs) What in the world? this doesn't make any sense to me at all. Exactly, Dave Rose. Well, if the season is disappointing, isn't the preseason more exciting than the season? But Somet- the, sometimes. But the trip, you paid for it. You paid for it, well, right? No, well, maybe she makes it so she can cancel without cost <laughs> or whatever. Like you can reserve a hotel and then get your money back or whatever. Yep. That's bizarre and interesting. It is bizarre, but I, I kind of relate with the idea, right? Like, hey, if you're expecting BYU to win 11 football games every year. You'll be disappointed. You might be disappointed, right? Maybe there'll be a year where they do it, right? But maybe you, the psyching yourself up is the exciting part. Interesting ideology. Right? Fall camp, everyone's like, everyone's healthy and in great shape. It's so great. Our resident psychologist, Jerem Jordan, ladies and gentlemen, if you're new to the program, he's fabulous, if you couldn't tell. My name is Spencer Linton, wherever and however you're dialed in. Great to have you with us. Uh, An important question as we prepare to pack our bags for Las Vegas. Yeah, what? Should we include the tourney train hat in our belongings? Yes, because if the men or women win the tourney, we will don it. We can don it. Yeah. It's amazing what? that we haven't donned it all year. Listen, we ruled out BYU's ability to beat Gonzaga Saturday, right? Like, ah, it's probably not going to happen. 17 plus, within 20. What? Let's not be that dumb. We need to bring the hat. J-I-C, dog, just in case. All right, well, we'll bring it along. Can we fit anything else uh, from the desk in our bags? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> if we get bored, we need to bring something, like the volleyball. We can... Pepper. We, now, we do this. And by the way, the weather in Las Vegas from Thursday to 70s, Tuesday, 70s. 68 on Thursday, and then low 70s until we come which, home. Which is perfect, because we will be indoors from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. Yay! This will be great. But we still get to go out inside right, to the right. parking lot. No, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Listen. This <laughs> and is, throw the football around. This is one of the things I look forward to all year. We have an amazing crew. We... We lost the baseball last year. But then I found it once the dumpster got moved. Don't you remember that? <laughs> yes, you did. I was like, don't worry about it. In fact, I think it was the ball I threw in the dirt. The When you threw out the first pitch. pitch. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't going to lose that, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, that had so much meaning to me. They moved the dumpster. Well, I, I wanted bring, to keep that memory. You got to bring your dumpster baseball back, right? Yeah, that reminds <laughs> me of a song on Family Guy that I'm not going to sing right now. <laughs> With that in mind, bring on the headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headline. BYU football held its first spring practice yesterday. Coach yeah. Kalani Satake liked what he saw from the guys at the top of the depth chart on day one. It was just nice that we had a system already set. We had guys that are veterans and know our deal. And so I'm really pleased with the way the ones work on defense and offense. And, um, you know, we'll keep, we'll keep, uh, we'll have to watch the film. But for the first day, I was really pleased. Does it count as spring football if it begins technically in the winter in February? I know. There's still, a, what, like three weeks until the uh, spring equinox? Are they going to be done with spring, fo- spring football before the spring equinox? No, they finish after the 31st. Oh, that's true. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, spring ball, the fourth most popular sport at BYU. <laughs> I rearranged my order. It goes football, fall, fall camp, specifically, that period, because it's not actually the season. Basketball? Basketball, then spring football. Interesting. Those are the top four. Jerem's top four, and then you most could, popular sports at BYU. And then you could argue <laughs> whether five, what five is. Second practice, by the way, you know. goes down tomorrow. Jamal Williams begins his NFL Combine experience today with registration, a hospital pre-exam. <laughs> and x-rays, orientation, and interviews. Williams joined BYU Sports Nation on Friday, said he's looking to surprise some people. You know, people already think they know what I'm going to run, and and they think they already know what I'm going to do, but the funny thing is they don't know how hard I've been working, how uh, focused I am, and just ready to go out there and show people wrong. Jamal Williams uh, joined us Friday. I'm excited for Jamal. This is a big opportunity. He can make some real money. I mean, it, there could be a difference of several hundred thousand dollars to potentially millions, depending on where he is drafted. So this week is the most meaningful week of Jamal Williams' sports life. They don't know. They don't know. Just like people coming into his senior season didn't know, right? Well, we didn't know either. He had sat out <laughs> the entire year before. Don't doubt him. Do not doubt him. Some basketball news now. Eric Mika of BYU Hoops, the NCAA.com, and the Lute Olsen Award Player of the Week. Williams Goss off the screen. Kept alive by Karnowski. Collins rejected and met by Mika. Rejected. Eric Mika averaged 24 points a game on 63% shooting and wins against Portland and number one ranked Gonzaga. Clearly, he had a great week. But Elijah Bryant may be having an even better week. He was named the Oscar Robertson National Player of the Week and the West Coast Conference Player of the Week behind his career-high 39 points against Portland, most scored by any WCC player in a game this season, and his 14 points in the upset over Gonzaga. Spins out of trouble and kicks it out to Bryant. Tells his team to slow down, calm down. Bryant backs his way in, and a tough shot up and under for Elijah Bryant. What a pretty move from Elijah Bryant. That takes us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Elijah Bryant shot 50% from the field last week. As a guard, that's really good. I mean, 40% you're good with, right? 50% was awesome. Josh Perkins can't guard Elijah Bryant in that situation. Basketball's matchups, and BYU took advantage of those matchups, and we got a taste not just of what the team can do, but what Elijah Bryant can do. And we were telling you at the beginning of the year, this dude, this cat's good. The weekend can ball, dude. The weekend can ball. <laughs> Jimmer Fredette, Jerem, got a new award. Chinese Basketball Association International MVP after averaging, oh, you know, 37 points a game. 
Eight rebounds and four assists for the Shanghai Sharks, who, by the way, play game three of their quarterfinal playoff series tomorrow. I love Gmo, the lonely god, as they call him in China. Yeah, how about the award uh, hall that he needs to construct in his home? I've seen those trophies myself <laughs> in Glens Falls at his house growing up. There's not a lot of room in there, Pretty man. crazy. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Congratulations to Jimmer. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending, brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Down goes number one. So now what? For BYU basketball, the immediate future is an opening round matchup with LMU at the West Coast Conference Tournament on Saturday, 4 p.m. Eastern tip, 1 Pacific, live on BYU TV, BYU won by single digits in both of the games earlier this year, including an 18-point comeback (laughs) at LMU. Maybe you're thinking, okay, it's LMU, but this Gonzaga win, that that transcended things. Maybe it's, it's bigger than just the West Coast Conference Tournament. We'll probably go there today, but to be fair, let's set our sights on Vegas with today's Twitter inquiry. How does the BYU win over Gonzaga affect your confidence in the Cougars at the West Coast Conference Tournament? Mm. Use the hashtag BYUSN. At Cougbaka. Zag's game was a tourney environment that pumped up the Cougars. Expect the same in the West Coast Conference Tournament. Hashtag takedown St. Mary's. Now they've got to get through LMU to likely get that chance to take on St. Mary's. And that environment will not exist in the LMU game at 1 p.m. No. Vegas time no. on Saturday. In fact, it'll, it will be similar to what BYU has played in front of on the road, where there's kind of a Chicago, weird energy. It, yeah, yeah. It'll be, yeah. There'll be some decent energy there from the BYU fans, but it's not going to be the same as it will be Monday in the semifinals, potentially, right, against St. Mary's. To me, the win versus Gonzaga had way more to do with next season than this season. So not Vegas. Not Vegas. I I am afraid that BYU could come out flat Saturday, given the amount of emotional energy expended at Gonzaga. Well, Dave Rose kind of alluded to that yesterday when he talked to us. Yeah, Dave is a smart guy. I like Dave. Um, After the Gonzaga game at home, remember BYU played Portland two days later. And that was a struggle. That was a struggle because BYU had invested so much in the game before, right? And it wasn't the same. LMU is not the same. The energy is not the same. Eric Meek is not going to be jawing with anyone in the crowd against LMU, whereas he was in Spokane. I think BYU is a better team than LMU, obviously. BYU should win this game. Uh, Yet Ken Palm has this as an eight-point game, 77%. I think that the Gonzaga game had more to do with the future. Where's the ceiling? What's the team capable of? How will it work? What can they do? But in Vegas, I think BYU still doesn't match up very well with St. Mary's in the semis. Now, the benefit of beating Gonzaga on Saturday and then going to Vegas is BYU has a full week. So they don't have to play a team two days after they beat Gonzaga. Yeah, so a full week is nice. perhaps that will help them flip the page a little bit and refocus on LMU, which I'm sure the coaches are just like screaming in the players of their faces, not literally, but maybe. Oh, uh, maybe. Just refoc- refocus. It, it, that, what's done is done. That was awesome. But yeah. now it's about LMU. Like, I don't, I don't take the win versus Gonzaga's. This means BYU will win the West Coast Conference Tournament. That's the biggest overreaction you could have, I think. BYU rolled out its Trojan horse, beat Gonzaga up in Spokane. We never but, have overreactions, Jaron. No, never. Listen, this is Gonzaga's tournament. They're going to win it. Probably, right? I mean, BYU could shock the world and win the whole thing, and I wouldn't be unbelievably shocked. 
But I, I would to a degree because I just don't think BYU matched up well with St. Mary's. It's been 16 years. And then Gonzaga again. Listen, we've played this game. Not even Jimmer could beat you know, San Diego State in Vegas or UNLV or New Mexico. Uh, he did beat New Mexico, but used all everything in the tank. Like if BYU gets past St. Mary's, former number one Gonzaga is sitting there mad a week and a half off a loss at yeah. home. Yeah. So it's a tough road. It's a tough road. It really is. But I, but I want BYU to be LMU and then see what happens against St. Mary's. As you bring up these former Mountain West Conference rivals, I can't help but make the comparison to Gonzaga being San Diego State. BYU matched up well against San Diego State, right? They and won Gonzaga some big games. better. Yeah, okay. But New Mexico always gave BYU yeah. problems, right? Yes. St. Mary's, Mary's. Mary's is New Mexico. Or UNLV. Or UNLV. Yeah, one, one of those two. Where It's just a tough matchup for BYU. Yeah. The styles are so contrasting. Granted, BYU's got to get through LMU. I think that, again, the week off will help BYU. So, the win against Gonzaga, hey, confidence super high. They're fortunate that they don't have to play this game very close to when they just beat Gonzaga so that they can kind of catch their breath yeah. and then... Yoli Child rest that ankle. Yoli yes. Childs will have played one game in two weeks. So, I, so that's I, good. I think I expect BYU to, to win the game against LMU. And then I want BYU to play a really good game against St. Mary's because the two games they've played, St. Mary's has dominated. The one in Provo especially, but I, I just don't want to see. I mean, beating a team three times, it's, it's hard. That's it's tough to do. So BYU is going to have to do that against LMU to earn the right to likely play St. Mary's and then have that shot. To then, I would just love a shot in one game against Gonzaga again. Yeah, I, I, that's all I want it because be it's so, one game. Yes. It's not a best of seven series. It's so it's exciting. Yeah. when it comes down, and if BYU is playing for their NCAA tournament lives and they get to the final, oh yeah, and that let's be honest, that's a road game. The desperation WCC. factor is back. Gonzaga's in. tournament, don't forget. That. So yes, it gave us a glimpse of what BYU is capable of in the future moving forward. <laughs> Expectations are now. Way up high again for what BYU does in the future seasons. But how does it impact BYU when they go to Viva Las Vegas? What's Trending brought to you by Ahern Rentals, offering commercial and residential highlight equipment with more than 80 locations nationwide. Let's keep it rolling on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and join BYU Sports Nation. It's winter time. How does the BYU win over Gonzaga affect your confidence in the Cougars? The WCC tournament at B-Royal Blue Coug says, attach it to the complete game versus Portland two days earlier, and my confidence is pretty dang good. Consistency is key. Amen to that. At BYU Clark, no change. St. Mary's has always been the toughest matchup this season, but it did reinstill hope for future seasons. I'm with that BYU Clark. St. Mary's is and always will be a tough matchup, especially with how their roster shakes up this year. Yeah, exactly. Coming up, between the lines, Jeremy and I going head-to-head. <laughs> but first, Blaine Fowler joins us in Studio B. What does he think about the Cougars' chances in Vegas? BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Our conversation is always going. Always and it's happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation when you reply. Use the hashtag BYUSN. I'm very excited about this. Uh, for the seventh straight year, BYU TV will be live from the West Coast Conference Tournament in Las Vegas. We'll do 12 games. We've got shows between games, halftime shows. BYU Sports Nation, of course, will be there. It starts Thursday at noon Eastern time with BYU Sports Nation live from the Orleans Arena, the second home of BYU TV Sports. 
We're very excited to be a, a part of this again. Lucky seven, right? Lucky the lucky seven. seventh year. Well okay, the it's seven. It's Vegas. Come on. Well, seven for BYU TV. We went down the year before we were uh, we being BYU was in the league. So this is year six for BYU in the league. Oh man! Well, I don't so want to. I don't want to pull the seven. Are you suggesting that the lucky seven won't apply until next year? I am. Oh man! Yeah. Come on! Yeah. When Mark Few takes the job, someone else. <laughs> How does BYU's win over Gonzaga affect your confidence in the Cougars at the West Coast Conference Tournament? That is our Twitter question today. At TX Colonel says, "Before I didn't think we had a chance. Now, a new hope. We just need to find the miracle weak spot." Uh, yeah, where is that? <laughs> That's the question, right? Yeah. Has somebody helped create this St. Mary's Death Star that knows the can we, yeah. crazy plans to, of how They're, we can defeat them? Calvin Hermanson's goggles. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they are. <laughs> he is kind of their Chewy, isn't he? <laughs> I think he's a better looking dude. <laughs> he's a good shooter, Chuck that is Landale. for sure. How about we call him Chewbacca? That's a good shoot. He's a good shooter for sure. Oh, yeah. Joining us now in Studio B, Uncle B, Blaine Fowler, dual threat analyst, here to talk some college basketball. And I want to point out that Blaine has impeccable fashion taste. Mm. Blaine, I knew I liked you for like a million reasons. And then you walked in with a shirt that I just recently purchased like three weeks ago. Really? My friend. I'll make sure that I never wear it at the same time as you. That's good. Uh, of course, I don't buy any of my clothes. I'm completely that, sponsored. That, that, <laughs> that green and navy blue, back to back. Yeah, it's, it's sharp. No, so. Brent, Brenda buys all my clothes. Oh, Brenda. Yeah, well done. Brenda, so yeah. I don't even, I'm color, you guys know I'm colorblind, right? Yes. Yeah. When yes. people get on me like, do you know this? Do you know that that tie doesn't go with that? My answer to them is, do you know that Brenda was out of town before I got dressed for this game? <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's the absolute truth. I'm colorblind, so Except I don't. I don't wear the red ties. You know I don't, when they're red. Well, when they're, I have my, let's not say red, my cardinal ties, because I don't wear crimson. When does Dallas graduate? He finishes in, oh. in this spring. Okay. <laughs> but, but what if he goes to a red team in the NFL? Then you got to represent. Then, that, I, then right? I got to represent it. So I'll stop wearing Cardinal when Dallas is gone, unless he yeah. goes to wherever he goes. And wherever he goes, then I'll wear that color. And people are just going to have to, you know, just deal with it yeah. if it happens to be red. Yeah. And the, but everybody needs to know it's not crimson. Blood thicker than water. Got to represent the family, right? Harder to explain all that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it just takes a while. <laughs> all right, Blaine. Let's start with our Twitter question today. Obviously, you're here to discuss BYU basketball and that unbelievable win over Gonzaga on Saturday. But what does it do for BYU in the West Coast Conference Tournament now, knowing that they just took down the number one team in America? It, to me, it's, it's a combination of that and the Portland game. I, I think it's the week leading into the tournament that makes a difference to me. I think they gained a lot of confidence in playing outside the Marriott Center. And, and, I, and I think that they... For the first time in back-to-back games, it seems like all season long, well, let's just say road games, back-to-back road games all season long, that everybody seemed to have defined roles and know what they were supposed to do and be confident in what they were supposed to do. So, so I think it was the whole week that gives me more confidence going into the tournament uh, because I like the way they played. About the Gonzaga game in particular, they played like they matched Gonzaga's nastiness in that game. And we've talked about the Zags earlier this season, that the difference between them this year and in past years, in my mind, the reason I think they can get to a Final Four, they play with a nastiness about them. They play defense better than I've seen them play defense. They've always been really skilled and, and, and efficient offensively. And now they got this nastiness to them. 
And I thought that BYU went in there Saturday night and matched the nastiness of Gonzaga. And so that was really encouraging. With that nastiness, they still play within themselves. They didn't turn the ball over incessantly. They didn't, they didn't force as many shots as we've seen them force on the road in the past. So there were a lot of really good things that happened last week on the road, and it wasn't just the Gonzaga game. It was the whole week. It was the, it was the two-game series that made me feel like, hmm, you know what? Maybe they're finding themselves enough to beat St. Mary's. Now, do they beat Gonzaga? Uh, we, what did we say about them beating Gonzaga up there? Well, so you're telling me that there's a chance. Yes. They defended well. They played gritty. Gonzaga didn't necessarily knock down shots from three, even when they were open. Credit BYU's defense for some of that. But yeah. BYU played really well, and Gonzaga didn't play their best game. And But I, I like the matchup with Gonzaga. If they can get past St. Mary's, and, and, hey, if they can get back past LMU, which I think they should. LMU plays at a faster pace. They give them some trouble with their guards off the dribble and the way they penetrate. Um, but, but I think that BYU, they were close games. I think they have their attention. That's a good thing. But I think they get by LMU. St. Mary's, to me, is the, is the tough matchup because yeah. from a pace perspective and style perspective, it, it's a tough one for BYU mentally. They have a hard time – adjusting, and St. Mary's is so veteran and so good at what they do, they force you to play at their pace. They force you to play their style, and BYU's just not veteran enough to make them play at their pace. And so it's a tough one for them. If they get by that, who knows in the finals, right? They actually match up from a style perspective and from a pace of play perspective. They're way more comfortable playing like Gonzaga wants to play. Yeah, absolutely. So, so St. Mary's is the one I look at and go, oh, gosh, I just don't know. They're, they're the unicorn win, right? Yeah, that's the one that's a tough one. And isn't, isn't that weird that we're saying, hey, if they can just get to the finals, maybe they match up with Gonzaga better than St. Mary's. Yeah. Gonzaga's a way better team than St. Mary's. But from a matchup perspective, I think BYU's just more comfortable playing the style of play that Gonzaga plays. And BYU's comfortable with the style LMU plays as well. That, that win to me was more about the future, not this season, than this season, given what you just said. So what, we finally saw where the ceiling is with this group. We finally saw what Elijah Bryant can do. Um, I, think, I think that excited Cougar fans, not just for this season, but for the, for the next season, if that's Eric Mika's last. Who knows? Yeah, well, and Eli, that's if you went and watched practice last year, that's what he was doing in practice all the time. And everybody that watched practice last year was just going, man, when's that guy going to be out on the floor and perform in games like he did in practice? Well, it's hard when you don't understand your role. And it's hard when you have an injury that makes you miss all of camp when you're coming together as a team, the first part of the season when you're defining roles. And so, so these injuries really, I feel like, slowed his progress. And then you know what? You come in while the season's already going and then try to establish what your role is. That's not an easy thing to do, and it took some time. But this last week or so, I, th- I think we're seeing the guy, and I don't know if he's going to be as good as he was in the 39-point game every game, but we see what the potential is. He understands what his role now is. I, I think that TJ stepped into his role this last week too, and they can be scary next year. Have we not been talking about this since before the season started. We're just waiting to see it. Yeah. We well, but, be, but we it. knew, we said, hey, they win 20-plus games. That We don't expect them to be. I, I thought they'd have a borderline chance to get into the NCAA tournament. They've got to go win the WCC tournament to do it. They're right about where I thought they would be before the season started. They're, they disappointed us on the road a few times. We thought they might do that because they were going to be so young. I still have really, really high hopes for next season, and the Gonzaga game, to me, is a window into – 
the talent that is on this team and how they can play when they play together with the proper roles. Okay, I had this question come into me on Twitter saying, Spencer, you're the tournament train conductor. Tell me, does BYU have any shot in an at-large bid after they beat Gonzaga on the road? What if they, what if they beat St. Mary's? What if they crush LMU by 20 and they beat St. Mary's, but they lose to Gonzaga? And so I was like, well, I'll plug in the numbers into this RPI calculator. What, what do you think their RPI would be if they did that? Well, it came out as 54 which is not high enough, no, but the committee out. values playing well and impressive wins late in the season. Yeah, so There's so many automatic bids that go out to leagues where the best team in the league is, is going to be a 70 RPI you know, or an 80 RPI. I mean, that's just the way it is. And there's going to be upsets in conference tournaments where number 138 is going to get in, into the tournament. Right. Because so many spots are taken by that, there's just not that many at-large bids left. And I've always felt like minimum you've got to have a top 40 RPI. I feel a lot more comfortable if you're a top 34 RPI. But if you're, if you're in the 50s, man, it would, it would take everybody in every tournament in the country that's the number one seed in that conference Winning. to win the tournament. <laughs> and so, so you don't have that any sneak-ins. So you're telling me happen. there's a chance, yeah. Blaine. <laughs> no chance. That's, Come on. That's way out there. That's way out there. That's so, crazy. So you know what they need to do? They need to go win the tournament. Yes. Then they get in the NCAA tournament. And, and if they don't and they end up in the NIT, they need you know, this team with their youth, it may not be bad for them to go play a number of games in the NIT and play really, really well to to add to the experience. And now that it seems like this last week they finally figured out what they're doing, how about playing three or four more or five more games like that, now going to an offseason comeback? I think that they may even be that may even be better for them next year when we have high expectations than going to the NCAA tournament and getting a low seed and playing a really, really good team. Yeah, and being that'd out. be great. I just hope BYU has a home NIT game, right? That'd that would be, be nice. Yeah. Right now, projected five seed up from the uh, six seed in NYC Buckets, NIT Bracketology. Okay, so the West Coast Conference Awards are expected to come out at the top of the hour. Mm-hmm. Who's your player of the year? I don't know how you go against Nigel Williams-Goss. And, 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 and the reason is, is that he... And it doesn't always go to the team that's the best, but but Gonzaga this year, they're not just the best team in the league. They're one of the three or four best teams in the country, and he's the catalyst for all of that. And if you go look statistically all season long, he's he's third in the league in scoring. I'm talking about conference stats. And that's what all this is based right. on. He, he, he's seventh in field goal percentage. He's fourth in assist. He's first in free throw percentage. He's first in steals, and he's third in assist to turnover ratio. Now, now Eric, Eric to me, is the next the next guy. And I think there are a lot of people, if they didn't turn their ballot in, because people were working on them last week before Saturday, that may have gone, whoa, I need to go back and look at his conference stats. Because this was obvious to me that it was Nigel. Yeah. But but maybe I need to take a little harder look at Eric's stats now. And I think he maybe picked up some votes. So Eric's second in the league in scoring. He's first in the league in rebounds. He's 10th in field goal percentage. He, he's 14th in free throw percentage. And he's first in blocks. I mean, I mean, that's a lot to digest. So they both have tremendous stat lines. And so, so now where they both have that, you've got to go and say, okay, Nigel played huge and huge games, especially, and I know you're not supposed to go outside the conference, but early in the season when they were getting that RPI up and they were impressing people and beating Arizona and be, playing big-time teams, he was huge. Yeah, whether you, whether you believe it or not, those games impact yeah, conference. it does. And, and you're supposed to look at conference stats when you're doing your ballot, but you go back and you look and you go, man, he's been, he's been huge in the every, in every and big game. And those coaches especially remember the games against them. Yeah, and a lot of people 
voted last week before BYU played him Saturday night, unfortunately. But so, so I think he's he was the leader in the clubhouse. I think that Eric Mika probably gained ground on him Saturday night because he was phenomenal. Um, but it's it's hard, and he's got BYU ties. Remember, so Nigel's first cousin is Alexis Williams on the Cougarettes. Oh, that's right. You told us this. So her, his, his uncle is the wrestling coach at UVU. So he's got Utah ties, so we can root for Nigel. Well, Alexis <laughs> has got some bragging rights, at least this week. Right? Yeah, exactly. What's up, cuz? <laughs> yeah. And, hey, this isn't, like, this isn't like Kalani telling me, hey, that's my cousin. Right. They're first cousins. They're legitimate They're first legit cousins. first cousins. We'll go to family search. We'll see yeah. a name. Connect, I, whenever somebody says, yeah, I'm, I meet people, and, and they find out Kalani's my neighbor, and they go, oh, like, he's my cousin. I go, so... Like, first cousins, they go, well, no. Um, then they start telling me. I'm going, okay. This is legit. This yeah. is a first cousin. <laughs> Actual cousin. Yeah. Blaine Fowler never disappointing us in Studio B. Uh, we'll see you in Las Vegas, man. Yes. Party in Vegas. Big Thursday. week. Lots of work to do. Yeah. But it's the, it's the most fun week of the year. Just make sure Brenda's there to help you pack. Okay? She'll be there. Well, she's going to help me because tonight we're going to lay everything out by color. <laughs> and then I put my little, what is it, like kangaroos things on the back? My little ruse things that tell me what goes with what? <laughs> The kangaroos thing. What just happened? Blaine, what talking about? you've opened Pandora's box. I don't, yeah. <laughs> Next week, we'll discuss. Those stickers that tell me what to wear together. <laughs> hey, let's not make fun of colorblind no. people. No, that's amazing. That's no. amazing, the detail that goes into that. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. I, I learned something today. If I, if I don't time. match, if it don't match, then things got messed up in my suitcase. Yeah, <laughs> blame it on the kangaroo so, stickers. So please forgive me, those viewing kangaroo. at home. Oh. I have so many questions, but we have, we don't have time. If you don't love Uncle <laughs> B now. We'll talk to you and make us about it. You'll ne- if you don't love him now, you'll never love him. <laughs> oh man, good stuff. Thanks, Blaine. My All right, guys. Said about my wife. <laughs> How does the BYU win over Gonzaga affect your confidence in the Cougars at the West Coast Conference Tournament? That is our Twitter question today. Send in your responses. Coming up. More notes on National Player of the Week awards for BYU. And we're going between the lines with Lauren Frankham. She's doing a dance, 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 dance. dance. Yes, competition next. Do the Dougie. Do the Dougie. Do it. BYU Sports Nation brought to you in part by Brady Industries. Clean solutions, a tradition for generations. We welcome all of you back. Our sports friends, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan, hanging out in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. You know it. We're on demand anytime, anywhere. Blaine Fowler just told us who he thinks is going to be the West Coast Conference Player of the Year and how a colorblind person packs for Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, compelling and rich content. Oh, trust me. We always you need have. to listen to that. Yeah, that was funny. Hey, if you want to catch uh, content like that and others, uh, games, shows from BYU TV, the BYU TV app, it's free. You can download it today. You can check out the BYU Gonzaga game is on there. You can watch that whenever you want, uh, which I know both of us watched immediately after yes, the game. Yes, on BYU TV. And soaked it in. It was great. You can check out the BYU TV app. If you're jonesing for football here in the offseason, you can watch football games, classic games, recent games. It's awesome. Also, spring football has started. So there is actual football being played, at least in practice form. Yeah. For BYU. Actual they, practice. They held their first spring practice yesterday. Coach Kalani Satake mentioned that he enjoyed what he saw from the guys at the top of the depth chart on day one. This is nice that we had a system already set. We had guys that are veterans and know our deal. And so I'm really pleased with the way the ones work on defense and offense. And, um, you know, we'll keep, we'll keep, uh, we'll have to watch the film, but for the first day, I was really pleased. 
Practice number two goes down tomorrow. Jamal Williams begins his NFL Combine experience today with registration, a hospital pre-exam and x-rays, orientation, and interviews. Williams joined BYU Sports Nation Friday and said he's looking to surprise some people, and I think he will at the NFL. They don't know! They don't know. They don't know. Eric Mika is the NCAA.com Player of the Week and the Lute Olsen Award Player of the Week after averaging a cool 24 points a game and 63% shooting and wins against Portland and number one ranked Gonzaga. Yet, Jerem, Elijah Bryant is the West Coast Conference Player of the Week and Oscar Robertson National Player of the Week behind a career-high 39 points against Portland and 14 in that upset over Gonzaga. Spins out of trouble and kicks it out to Bryant. Tells his team to slow down, calm down. Bryant backs his way in, and a tough shot up and under for Elijah Bryant. He's pretty good. Yeah, he, uh, he sports really hard. Jimmer Fredette's the Chinese Basketball Association international MVP after averaging 37 a game, eight boards, and four assists for the Shanghai Sharks. Who, by the way, play game three of their quarterfinals tomorrow. It's tied at 1-1. We all enjoy some friendly competition and sometimes some not-so-friendly competition, especially when it involves BYU basketball and the West Coast Conference Tournament. So, let's go Between the Lines. BYU Sports Nation presents Between the Lines. Since the WCC Tournament is right around the corner, we decided to do a little in-house competition of our own. And just like the WCC tournament, there are going to be three rounds, except you guys are going to decide the winner. So follow us at BYU underscore BTL on Twitter and vote on the poll. Jeremy and Spencer, are you guys ready? You're telling me this yes. is a popularity contest, really, between Jeremy and That myself. is basically what it is. Who do you like better, Jeremy or Spencer? <laughs> so let's begin with round Thanks. one. The first round is called head-to-head. Both of you have a stick figure in front of you with a current rostered player, men or women. Yes, yes. And you get three uh, words to describe the other person's rostered player. Okay, okay. Are there any stipulations, rules There are stipulations. No numbers. Oh, man. No position and no gender. You're making it a little bit hard. Okay. So let's begin. Spencer, go ahead. Okay, okay. I'm going to hold up the face, Jerem. And then I'll describe it. Okay, here we go. Bingham. Mm. Yoli Childs. Yes. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! Too easy. Okay. Yoli Childs. Childs. <clears throat> okay. Um, tooth. Cassie Broadhead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Money. Hey, hey, if hey. Not, the, cur- not, the current events make it way yes, too if easy. If you're not aware about it, Cassie got He's, rocked in the, in the tooth on uh, Saturday, said, came back in the game after she was a warrior. She's a baller. You said three words. We needed one. We needed she's, one. She's a you should have said girl. just a facial expression. Nice. I, no, I'm just kidding. Nice. I'm just kidding. Nice. Seriously. Okay, round two, guys. Okay. It's called Say What? And yes, you have to say it just like that. Okay. Can't so wait you, for have, that. you have headphones. Yes. And mm-hmm. Jerem's going to put them on first. And Spencer is going to say a word that has to do with the WCC tournament. And you have to guess what he's saying. Jerem won't be able to hear anything okay. that Spencer's saying. Okay, Jerem, give me a thumbs up when you can't hear anything. Okay. Because raise the, raise the volume. I'm just going to start. I'm talking nonsense. Can you hear me? 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 Okay. I've been given the thumbs the up. Okay. I got a card in my hands with a phrase from the West Coast Conference Okay. First round bye. First round bye? Yes! Unbelievable! You can hear! Unbelievable. First round bye? Yes! Yes. Nice! Because you were like... (laughs) They cheated. They read their cards before. Uh, Yes, well, I had to help you out, right? I had to help you out, man. I'm earning points by being nice so people will vote for me. I don't care who wins. We all win. I just want to point out that there's a really annoying version of the Cougar Fight song. 
playing in their ears right now. The bell version. Wow, the bell people don't think it's annoying. Oh, I mean, really Can you hear version. me right now? No? Okay, it's up so loud. Okay, okay, ready? Right. Loyola Marymount. Loyola Marymount. Loyola Marymount. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you guys spend way too much listen, time together. Listen to that. Is my conclusion. Yeah, yeah. The, the bells just ringing out oh in my, my ears. Gosh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ready, push pause on that. Okay. Yeah. All okay. right. This is the final round. Okay. The championship round. Okay. And it's harder than the other two. Well, we'll All right? see about that. Okay. Okay. And this is really the most subjective one. Mm. So we both know that the we both all of us know. Yeah. <laughs> Jerem doesn't, he's not me, included. Me, me, me and Lauren, Jerem me and Lauren and, and I. Spencer, you, Jerem, I know. Us, yeah. <laughs> all of us. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Both the men and women's team had a great one against Gonzaga on mm-hmm. Saturday. Yes. So this is called Mimic the Master, and you guys have to do oh, an boy. impersonation of the two head coaches. <laughs> Spencer's going to do one of Dave Rose, and you're going to do one of Juddy. Why does Jerem, Jerem get Juddy? That's like right yeah. down his alley, man. So... So this is like your, your post-game really impers- quotes. Yeah. Post-game quotes. We you haven't just impersonated beat Dave before. I'm excited Dave, for this. Okay. Spencer, go ahead. Dave okay. Rose. Okay, Dave, Dave Rose. Okay, <laughs> let me... Whew, channeling my inner Rose factor here. Uh, these guys <laughs> will remember this for a long time, I think. And uh, time. We, we really challenged Gonzaga in, in Provo. Going to close the thing. Um, but, but we never really... Threatened them. <laughs> okay, that's good. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah. In each other, hey, this could happen. That was pretty Jetty, good. Yeah, Jetty. But it wasn't even good. Hey, Jetty, Kathy Brownhead, Hunter Dane, get back and roll. 50 no run. 50 no run, we won. Did you know I played for the Celtics? Did you know I played for the Celtics? <laughs> okay, okay. That was good. Let's give him a round of applause. That was almost. That was, Woo! Almost. That was really good. Again. I liked it. These guys. guys. All right. guys. All right, fans, we need you guys to decide <laughs> who was the winner of the WCC Champion Challenge. Jerem, Champion Challenge, I can't talk. Championship Challenge. Jerem or Spencer, go to at BYU underscore BTL on Twitter and vote. And I will be back at the Ooh, very end of the show to, reveal? to announce the to reveal. winner. That's great. This is Cassie Broadhead before she lost the teeth, by the way. <laughs> really right pretty girl. She'll have pretty teeth again, I'm sure. Yes, she's exactly. a warrior. She's a warrior. Yeah. Yes. Imagine Thank Dragons wrote a song about her. Hey, thanks, Lauren. Nice Very job, good. Lauren. Next that time was we're going to have way harder games. <laughs> I told, that was yes. ridiculous. Yes. This the was chemistry stupid. chemistry here is amazing. This was stupid. <laughs> Get that out of here. <laughs> Jeez, what oh, do your wives have to say about that? That was good that stuff. Was. It wasn't good stupid. stuff. Lauren Frankham, you can dance your way out of here if you'd like. Right, yeah, so that's what we do. That's what we do between the lines. Yeah. How does BYU's win over Gonzaga affect your confidence in the Cougars of the West Coast Conference Tournament? More of your tweets. Plus, BYU softball getting another WCC Player of the Week in the Cougar Whip Around. And, of course, we're going to play Big Deal, No Deal. How about my Dave Rose impersonation? Big Deal, No Deal. No Deal. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B with your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. Watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern. We just went between the lines. Jerem and I going head-to-head competition style. That Poll voting is happening right now. In fact, I just voted for Jerem Jordan to win. Yeah, I did the same thing for you, man. <laughs> totally. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, last I saw 50, tw- 29 votes in. Jerem, 53%. Me, 47%. Yeah, you, it was 50-50 until you... So my one vote swung it in your favor. Yeah. We need some more votes, peeps. Let's go. <laughs>
<laughs> we'll announce the winner later. By we, I mean Lauren. <laughs> there, people are like, is there a third option for I don't care? <laughs> is there a third option for Jason Shepard? <laughs> yeah. Oh, good stuff. We've had a fun show today between Between the Lines, Blaine Fowler and his colorblind discussion. And also, where do you think BYU's win over Gonzaga impacts them the most as they head to Las Vegas for the West Coast Conference Tournament? At BYU LASF Jazz says, I am going to say BYU will lose every game they play by 17-plus. That seems to help. Hashtag karma. Indeed. The curse of 17-plus. Brought to us by Jerem Jordan. By reverse karma. Yes, the like reverse curse in full effect on Saturday Sacrifice for BYU against Gonzaga. myself on the altar of going for two for the Cougars. Yes, you've done the hair thing, and now you've done the reverse curse 17-plus. What are you going to do next? you got to come up with something, right? Jump in a pool. No, that didn't work. <laughs> that was just cold. <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't work, I remember had one of the retweets there. I remember that. Uh, <laughs> I was like, hey, okay. by the way, guys, it was uh, two years ago today that Jerem officially almost lost his hair. Oh. The bet was BYU beat Gonzaga two years oh, ago today. Almost lost. February so, 28th. It was the last couple of days of your hair before it got shaved. So it was it was official that you the were going to lose today. your hair because it was on February 28th oh. that the game was played. And today's the Monday after Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. So this is the day sort of that Skylar we're... Halford oh, came no, sorry, in with those clippers wasn't... that were like 27 years old and... They didn't work. <laughs> so then we got some literal sheep shears. <laughs> <laughs> to do the job. Yeah, oh, yeah good need, times. We're going to need times. to send that out. We're going to need to send that out. We need to find that and send that back out. That's, that's <laughs> Two-year anniversary. That's like the most – it's been two years. Two years. That? Two oh. years? What have I done with my hey, life good, Hey, time? good to see it all almost grow back. Yeah. It's, almost. It's pretty good. Looking good, Jeremy. I was surprised by the canyons, I'll be honest. I was like, whoa. Looking good, man. Yeah, Looking good. Time to play Big Deal, No Deal. Big Deal. No Brought to you by Brady Industries, the provider of commercial cleaning supplies and equipment throughout the western United States for over 65 years. Let's decide, shall we, Jerem? Number one. Big deal, no deal. BYU-Gonzaga, ESPN's highest overnight, most streamed, regular season game of the WCC. Ah, there's the qualifier. If there weren't 18 qualifiers, I would say big deal. I'll say no deal because I expected that if you would said, hey, BYU's going to beat Gonzaga. Do you think it's going to be the most streamed game ever on ESPN in the WCC in history? Yes, is the answer. So no deal. But that's cool. But it's cool. I will say this is a big deal because BYU, they Noctris Nocturno. Is that what it was? I can't remember. Nostris Nocturnus. Yes, they owned the night. They owned the night. That's Latin. We teach you Latin on this show. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since we used that phrase. It has been a while. But they owned the night. They took advantage of that spotlight and stole it right away. In fact, Eric 10, Mika, 15 Eastern Eric Mika was the one being interviewed as SportsCenter started the top well, of their broadcast. The story was going to be BYU-Gonzaga because Gonzaga's either 30-0 and 0 or BYU won. Yeah, 99% so chance Gonzaga was yeah. going to be 30-0, and 0, but it happened. So they owned ah. the night. I did a big deal. <laughs> Number two. Big deal, no deal. Eric Meekin, National Player of the Week, but not the WCC Player of the <laughs> that Week. That is kind of weird. Weird. I'll go big deal. It's because Elijah Bryant scored 39 in a game. That's why. Um, but Meekin's 29 against number one, probably a bigger deal. So it is kind of funny, right? Yet, Elijah Bryant gets a uh, National Award, Oscar Robertson Player. Yeah, yeah. I'll say this is no deal with this caveat. Eric Mika doesn't care, and neither does Elijah Bryant. They're happy that they beat Gonzaga. They want to beat LMU. It doesn't matter who won the National Player of the Week. It's cool that they're in the news for fans to talk about. national players. Yeah, yeah, and they both kind of won one. So, yeah, I'd say no deal. Number three. 
Big deal, no deal, in honor of the NFL Combine. If Jamal Williams were a tree, he says he'll be an oak. <laughs> I don't even know what to make of that, but here's what he told us on Friday. I think I'll be an oak tree, because that's the only tree I know of. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like it's very, like, I feel like it's very old and thick. You know what I mean? Like, Why? Yeah, those, yeah, yeah, thick and sturdy and like, immovable. Like, the, like the, tree in, uh, the tree in Avatar, that's why I say I feel like that's like a one of them big old oak trees. The tree of trees. trees. Okay. A that's co- not an oak tree, a couple but okay, of things. I, I feel you. A couple of things. Why, why were you comparing him to a tree in the first place? Oh, because he's going to the combine. So we said, okay, you're going to have these interviews. He's going to ask you weird questions, so let's prep you. Oh, if you were a tree, what okay. kind of tree would you be? You obviously <laughs> didn't watch or listen to that show. <laughs> I, I go, uh, big deal, because Jamal isn't old, but he is uh, sturdy and strong and wise. And, yeah, he could be an oak tree. But I don't think the one in Avatar is an oak tree. It's on a different planet. It's probably not on the Earth. I was on a plane with a dead phone, which is why I did not hear and that. And you interview. didn't listen on demand on the BYU I did radio not. Or I did not. The BYU TV apps, which are how free. dare how dare I? Right. That's the point I'm making. But now I want to go back and listen to and that. By the way, Moonlight won Best Picture. <laughs> not La La Land. There's been a mistake. There's been a mistake. <laughs> Nobody was more grateful in that moment than Steve Harvey because he's like, yes, spotlights off of me. Some somewhat. Somebody. Else. Did you say a big deal or no? I say that's a big deal. Okay. Because Jamal Williams was quick enough on his feet to pull out an oak tree. Yeah. Jamal Williams. <laughs> Number four. Last one. Big deal, no deal. Jimmer Fredette named the CBA International MVP. Now, I want to say big deal, but my thought process immediately goes to this. How many international players are there? Are there two on each team? Two on each team. So how many teams are there? 20 maybe? Well, he beat out Stefan Marbury so 40? and uh, Carlos so, Boozer, so right? So Stefan Marbury, who has a cane, probably. Like, I'll go no deal. Jimmer is by far the best player. The And he, he should be MVP of the whole league, probably, not just the international yeah. MVP. I'll say this is a big deal because he's making the most of what he has. Like, what's the best thing he can win in that situation? That. He should be the MVP of the whole league, not the international MVP. Brought to you by Brady Industries, clean solutions, a tradition for generations. The whip is loaded. Tons of awards happening next. BYU Sports Station presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football. BYU football held its first spring practice yesterday. Day two of practice is tomorrow. And... Jamal Williams begins his NFL Combine experience today with registration, a hospital pre-exam, x-rays, an orientation, and interviews. Men's basketball. Eric Mika is the NCAA.com Player of the Week and the Lute Olsen Award Player of the Week after averaging 24 game on 63% shooting and wins versus Portland and number one Gonzaga. Eric Mika had a great week. I'll see you, Eric Mika, and raise you Elijah Bryant. Named the Oscar Robertson National Player of the Week and the West Coast Conference Player of the Week behind a career-high 39 points against Portland and 14 points in the upset over Gonzaga. Jimmer! Burnett is the Chinese Basketball Association International MVP. There's like up to 40 dudes there. After averaging 37 a game, 8 rebounds, 4 assists for the Shanghai Sharks to play Game 3 of their quarterfinals tomorrow. Volleyball. Stays at number three for a fourth consecutive week in the latest AVCA poll. The Cougars host Cal Baptist Friday at 9 Eastern. Softball. Lexi Taros, the West Coast Conference Player of the Week after going 5 for 11 in four games, including a win over number 11, Joja. Golf. The women's team ranked number 31 and in second place for the Gold Rush 
At 9 over par, Rose Huang leads the team, tied for fourth at even par. The second and third rounds go down today. I hope they actually get in the creek and like have a little pan and everything. The men's team is in Arizona for the National Invitational Tournament. They're in the NIT? Huh? They're currently tied for ninth at 3 over. Patrick Fishburne and Rhett Rasmussen are tied for 17th at 2 under. Final round will be played today. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Who gets it, Jerem? Uh, how about Gmo? The, oh, yeah. the Lonely God. Jimmer for Dead. Yeah, Jimir. The Loneliness Master. The Jimir Frederet. I learned something about Chinese culture in relation to that nickname. What's up? When you are lonely, that means you are at the top. Yeah, you're respected. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You, it's, it's not just a mystery. You're in rarefied air. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool stuff. Okay, now that the Chinese cultural lesson is over. Thank you for that. We had Latin as well. Let's announce our contest winner for our little Between the Lines competition. You all voted Lauren Frankham with the results. Uh, this just in, guys. The winner of the WCC Championship Challenge with 52% is Spencer Lynch. Yeah! Woo! That Dave Rosen, Rose impression just yeah. really put Thank you, you over the Thank you for edge. the seven people that voted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, there were. Uh, it I'm was just in the. There, were, there, were there Are you downplaying the popularity of Between the Lines? <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I'm not. I, were, all right. There were like. Good job. Congratulations. Nine times that amount. Sixty-four. Oh, nice. 64 nice. votes. Okay. Yet it was set for twenty-four hours. So for the next. So day, technically, Jerem could be like, "Hey, I won the twenty-four hour vote." <laughs> I won. <laughs> Lauren Frankham always bringing it with Between the Lines. We Thank you for the with, time. Win Between the Lines. Is we all on win. The show. Yes, I voted for you. I really did vote for Jerem. That's wonderful. <laughs> Our Twitter question today, how does the BYU win over Gonzaga affect your confidence in the Cougars at the West Coast Conference Tournament at WD Heath 40? I know it shouldn't, but that game has me on the tourney train. They'll beat LMU, St. Mary's, and then Gonzaga by 16, not saying 17+. plus. By 16? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Greedy much? Yeah. Yeah. Our elite tweeted today at Kubaka says, same as when Harry Potter went back in time and produced a massive Patronus. He knew he could do it because he had done it before. Well then. <laughs> and that Patronus is in the form of Eric Mika. Thanks to Blaine Fowler, Lauren, and everyone on our crew. Here, Lauren. Eric Mika's Patronus is a stag? Or are you saying it is Eric Mika? No, it is Eric Mika. Shout out to Bob Quinney. See you tomorrow. <laughs>